0: And welcome to episode 80 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal.
1: And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. And Kate, today we're together again. I know. I know. So great. We're in Atlanta recording Mm
0: -hmm. in your house, in your beautiful downstairs abode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, it's really fun and also weird to see you while we're doing this. I know. It's always strange when we get to share a mic. I know. But we do have two files going because we we both have not not that much together. (laughs) That's funny. So our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works. Since this is our 80th episode, can you believe it? I know. It's, it's crazy. It's like times. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, we're having a dinner party, and we are celebrating with three party recipes. And as usual, we have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord on our website at dinnersisters.com. And if you want, you can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter, which I read every week. And I also put a few treats in there. So if you're curious, you can always sign up. On our website, or you can go to our Facebook
1: page, and there's a sign up button there. All right, Kate. So this week's recipes were cumin rubbed flank steak, chimichurri potatoes, and Tex-Mex sheet cake, all by Elizabeth Carmel on the Splendid Table. <sighs> so here
0: we are. It's eighty episodes. I don't know mm-hmm. why this feels like a really big number to me. Like if for some reason, eighty. I don't know. Seventy was big too, but 80 we're like just
1: We're podcasting octogenarians. <laughs> 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 I
0: feel super old. Awesome. Yeah. In our our octogenarian episode, Uh (laughs) um, I thought it would be really fun to think about one of my first food influencers before influencers was actually a thing. It was just an NPR radio show. Yeah. Which was The Splendid Table. And if you haven't heard before, The Splendid Table is a really a long running radio show all about recipes, food and the love of eating. Lynn Rosetto Casper was a longtime host. She hosted that sucker for years. Um, and she had the, just the best radio voice. I loved listening to her. But she's since retired and it's now hosted by Francis Lamb, who I also love too. He's got his own spin on things, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And if you've never heard the show before, it is definitely worth a listen. And, you know, like I said, they have interviews. They just talk about recipes and food. And it's just kind of a, if you're into that kind of thing, there you go. They're on NPR on a lot of stations or really wherever you find your podcasts. So this week, all the recipes are from the Splendid Table website. You know, it's a little nod to one of the first food shows I ever loved.
1: Yeah, this is great. I thought this was such a fun episode idea for a dinner party. Mm -hmm. And I know you are not the only Splendid Table fan out there. Probably not. Yes. Probably not. Yes. So, and it also, you just chose some very classic Mm. recipes and sort of like a good American dinner party. Yeah. American food dinner party. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So what did we have first? So first... Our
0: recipe is for a cumin rubbed flank steak. And like we mentioned, the the recipes are all from the Splendid Table website, but are also incidentally from a book by Elizabeth Carmel called Steak and Cake, which sounds like fabulous dinner party, right? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like steak or cake? Um, And so this is for a flank steak, which is kind of a flat, I mean, honestly, pretty tough cut that is Wonderful though when you grill it quick and then slice it against the grain. And so the recipe this recipe um is a very simple one. Just a quick rub of cumin, granulated garlic, some smoked paprika, salt and pepper, rub the flank steak down, and then you can grill it on your stovetop in a grill pan or on your outdoor grill, which is what I ended up doing, um, and you just pull it off. Like it after what, like 10 minutes is about five minutes aside. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to overcook it, you want it to be medium rare. Let it rest and then slice it against the grain. I think I actually called you while I was grilling this and had a really short conversation mm. about something random in our family. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just talking. I'm grilling.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> My flank steak's done. Like, All right. So that's it. Um, yeah. How did everyone like this steak? We loved it. And that's I nice. was saying the kids said, it feels like we're in a steakhouse tonight. <laughs> I mean, they just it's thought adorable. it was so fun. Yeah. And I agree. I love a flank steak uh, for just the reason you said. You can almost not mess it up. The only thing you can do to mess it up is really just leave it on too long. Yeah. So You really have to not. Yeah. I would say this. If you're a person who needs your steak done,
0: well done, don't buy a flank steak.
1: Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. going to be great. Yeah. And I set my timer um, because I thought, well, I just don't know if I'm going to approximate mm-hmm. five to six minutes or whatever it says. So I did I – did, do it just really according to the timer and also just make sure you let it rest. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Don't be impatient. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. You don't be impatient because you want the
0: juices to go back into the meat and then mm-hmm. it's super delicious. Um, Let's see. I ended up buying, I think we both bought like a one and a half to two pound steak. I think that's a pretty common cut. That's like kind of how what they it do. comes, right? So you can't. Have it very easily unless you like cut the steak in half which seems, I don't know like yeah. don't do that just make mm-hmm. the steak and then it makes gorgeous leftovers mm-hmm. so good for like salads and things James kind of noshes on it it's one of those things where you have it in the fridge and then you take a couple slices out like just eat it cold as a yeah.
1: little, little no snack one,
0: no one is sad about that. no one is sad about extra steak yeah. in the fridge mm-hmm. um I thought it was so nice uh this was a four out of five for me how about
1: you yeah me too I mean it wasn't any i wouldn't say i was like whoa blown away but i thought the instructions were clear Mm -hmm. i used all of her times i the rub was delicious i mean i thought it was just like a no-fail really solid recipe
0: yeah and it made plenty so if you're looking for an easy dinner party recipe something you throw on the grill or throw in a grill pan like this Mm -hmm. is something i would tell people to do
1: yeah okay next up we have chimichurri potatoes kate tell us about these so the fun thing about this whole set of recipes is that they were all recommended to go together,
0: actually, mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. woman's book, and so it came that way in Splendid Table, which was kind of fun. Yes, yeah, these chimichurri potatoes were actually go with the cumin steak. So to make the potatoes, you just basically find some small roasting potatoes. You know the ones that are kind of like smaller than a golf ball but bigger than a marble.
1: You know. Yeah, I didn't. I did not find you know? those. Mine were like <laughs> big. I realized when I got home that I had bought like kind of. On the big size red potatoes, oh! But I quartered them, and they ended up being oh, well, then the same size. They ended up being the same size. Yeah, I found some at the farmer's market because I feel mm-hmm. like you can find the
0: smaller potatoes yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but if like, look, this is fine.
1: This like, is
0: not rocket science. It's nothing potatoes. in this dinner
1: party is real no. rocket science. Yeah, <laughs> which is great.
0: But you do want them smaller so they roast right. Mm-hmm. You toss them in olive oil and salt, roast them on high heat, and while the potatoes are roasting, you make the chimichurri sauce, which is just. Everything goes in a blender, which is curly parsley, red pepper flakes, olive oil, sherry vinegar, a little bit of shallots, some garlic and lemon juice. You buzz that up until you get a nice, you know, sauce. And when the potatoes come out, you toss them in almost all the sauce. So mm-hmm. these potatoes are absorbing this kind of sharp, a little, little sharp. I mean, not mm-hmm. it's not super tart, but like sharp kind of herby sauce. That reserved sauce that you have goes over your steak. And yeah, so I wonder, do the kids like the potatoes?
1: They liked them, but I had to do. I I did not toss them all into the sauce because I thought that's just asking for trouble. So I mean, it's very green. It was re- I mean, the chimichurri <laughs> sauce is like really, really green. Um, as these as they are, I mean, that's a pretty mm. common sauce. To, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you know maybe you make that a lot, and um, it's kind of fun. But so I kept it in a separate bowl. I mixed it into the potatoes just on my plate, and I let the kids have their own just sort of roasted potatoes okay. because I figured I don't want to have this fight. And then I put a little bit on my steak, and then I had some the next day because I didn't um, use all of it in the potatoes. Oh, nice. And I mixed it in some yogurt and had it as a little side for my chicken shawarma, which I, I made out of um, zaytun, which I keep making that recipe. You, made d- it, you love that recipe. I have because it's yeah. chicken thighs. Super easy. So I used um, I used the chimichurri kind of throughout the week because oh it was just delicious really good to have in the fridge yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh that sounds really potatoes good. potatoes were good chimichurri was good yeah. everything was good I just kind of kept it separate because I didn't want to fair enough fair enough I wanted to have a pleasant dinner party <laughs> and on here those <laughs> kids whine and complain about the green potatoes yeah yeah, yeah. Huh? I, I feel I get you on that one I loved these
0: i had a hard time not eating them out of the bowl that i put them in to take my you know mm-hmm. our dinner sister's pictures mm-hmm. um james ate them right up and he's not a huge roasted potato guy oh, okay like, you're, you're like three or four it's just mm-hmm. not his favorite thing he has he likes rice better frankly but he was like oh these are good
1: yeah you know so yeah. they were
0: i would say like definitely if you are not feeding um fussy children mm-hmm just go ahead. Like, go full go full throttle. I think it really cut the fat of the steak nicely, which was yeah. good, that chimichurri. And um, I
1: cannot believe I have not made chimichurri at my house before. Yeah, it's funny because I thought the same thing. I was like, gosh, I must have made this at some point online, but I can't remember because I see it all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's such it a common thing. super easy. And so delicious.
0: And it's like curly parsley, which is like the
1: super cheap parsley that you yeah. can literally find anywhere. Yeah.
0: So I loved it. This was, I'm going to say it, this is a five out of five for me.
1: Yeah, Kate, I was, like, high four out of five, five out of five for me. Um, just really good. And I think if I make it again, which I probably will, I will try the hot the hot tossing. Mm. To- At least, like, pull part of the potatoes yeah. to the side and hot, like, toss it. Yeah. Because yeah. that was delicious. Mm-hmm. All right. The last recipe of the day is a Tex-Mex sheet cake. So, like
0: we said in the beginning, who does not like steak and cake? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's people who don't like steak and cake. But whatever. I mean, it's you and I, we like steak and and cake. cake. We would. That's very upper alley. Yeah. <laughs> right. 100%. <laughs> so this recipe is for a cocoa, like cocoa powder, right? Based mm-hmm. chocolate cake. And to make it, you stir together your dry ingredients, flour, sugar, things like that in a bowl. And then a little different is that you melt the butter and the cocoa powder and sour milk together until very hot. And then you add the butter mix to the flour and an egg that's been beaten with baking soda and vanilla. Mix that all up. It just comes to, you know. What looks to be your average, like, I would say, like, devil's food cake Mm -hmm. batter.
1: And you pour it into your
0: grease pans. I used an 8-inch round, but you used a sheet pan. We've talked about this. We have talked about this
1: because my, um, my cake did not turn out as well. So the recipe says you can use a jelly roll or a half sheet pan, which is not really the same as what I interpreted it to be as my it was not half clear half sheet pan. It was not clear. Yeah, and I think if you're an experienced baker, you probably would have um kind of felt this out a little bit better. However, I was just like, oh, I guess my half sheet pan, which is kind of my it's big. It's big. It's big. Yeah. I thought, well, what an interesting cake recipe. I guess I'll <laughs> pour it in here and make it. Right. Um and so and I did and it probably would have been fine, but not knowing that this was the an inappropriate pan for this I didn't adjust the cooking time Ah, so I didn't realize that I was like over baking this and it was it was pretty dry when it came out um I had some dulce de leche kind Mm -hmm. of from the can so we drizzled that over the cake kit i Kids couldn't tell the difference. I mean, right. They were fine. They're just they like, were, we were having cake and we had steak tonight. Yes. Best night of our lives. I mean, because I made it all together on the same night and they were just like, and drizzle some of that caramel <laughs> sauce over it. I mean. Right. Um, How could this be bad? Yeah. Uh, but Ryan and I, I mean, it was, it was not, it was not great. So I think you mm. liked it though, right? I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: so I made it in the eight inch rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I just basically started with the time for the jelly roll mm-hmm. and then just checked it. And so it took a little longer to cook because they were it's in a thicker yeah, you know, thicker pan. Yeah. So like the thinner you, you pour out your batter, the shorter your cooking time. Well
1: yeah, clearly. Obviously. Clearly, yeah.
0: right? So um it ended up being super moist, mm-hmm. super dry. <laughs> I like looking at your face; which just so rare. <laughs> You're just like whatever. <laughs> it was good for you. <laughs> it's kind of crazy
1: to have so much chocolate cake that doesn't taste I mean, great. It's just which is just oh, it's one of those disappointing things where yeah. I was like, oh darn it. And this was like not your fault. I, it's I
0: think so. I think so. To be very clear to those of us you know who are like, what is the difference between these two pans? A jelly roll is one of those cakes that you bake. And then you roll up and yeah. they're filled and they look like a big ho-ho, like Mom a big hostess cake. Mom rolls. used to make jelly roll. a jelly roll. Yeah. It's a very old-fashioned thing. And so it's it's one of those, like, and if you watch Great British British Baking, they love a jelly roll. Well,
1: clearly, love a, I don't love watch enough of it because well, I did not identify Well, you're not, good. like,
0: looking at the pans. You know, you're just looking at the creations. I mean, also, who is? I'm not
1: watching Britain. I don't watch yeah. that one. Okay. Um, well, in any
0: case, yeah. so it's a specific pan. You can get them. Um, Um, If you look it up online, a half sheet pan is much bigger than a jelly roll pan. Mm -hmm. So it was just unclear directions. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anywho – I, because there are, there is a variable in here, like a variation, a variable, that's my science talking, <laughs> um, and you, I wanted to make our dad's favorite, which is German chocolate. Yeah, it, that was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In honor of his birthday month, month which is September. Mm-hmm. So while the cakes were cooling, I made the frosting, and German chocolate frosting is kind of unusual. It's a cooked frosting. So you take butter and sugar and, until it's very hot, and then you add in two beaten egg yolks, cooking that until it's really nice and thick. Um, And then you strain it so any cooked bits of egg, you know, get strained out. And then you dump a bunch of coconut and pecans. And in our family, it's always walnuts. Mm -hmm. We don't do pecans, but – so or walnuts, whatever you like. And you pile it on the cake while it's warm. So this is – you know, our dad, God bless him, loves a rich dessert. Yeah. Like donut fan – You'd be Sugar guy. Cake. He'd be into steak
1: and cake. He would be into steak and cake. <laughs> yes. For sure. So right. this is
0: like our dinner party slash dad's birthday dinner, right? Yeah. That's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so this is super rich, super sweet. And I I love them. I love a oh, chocolate yeah. cake. Oh, I mean so I. I would not turn one down. If you're a person who loves an almond joy mm-hmm. candy mm-hmm. bar, this would be your kind of cake. It was delicious. I ended up giving it to a friend because I traveled right after I made it. And Mm. she told me that her partner ate two slices.
1: Oh, yeah. And I was like,
0: be careful. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, I mean, for me, this cake, honestly, was like a high four to five. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I'm not saying you should make it again, but I wonder if you made it again, if you would like it more. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to recuse myself from the ratings on this one. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So wrapping up, for me, the favorite Mm -hmm. were the potatoes. So delicious. Me Surprise. Too. I was like, the roasted potatoes were honestly mm-hmm. like, well, they go with a steak. We'll put them in there.
1: Yeah, that's so funny that you say that because they were also mine. And I thought the chimichurri sauce was so mm-hmm. good. And I was just like, oh, this is such a fun, bright flavor. Loving yeah. this. Yeah. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that too.
0: So if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and the grocery list at dinnersisters.com. On our website, we have links to all the recipes we talked about, any tips or techniques, like a picture of a jelly roll pan, uh, that we just talked about. So if you would also like to chat more with us, you can also ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Type that into Facebook and you'll find us. All
1: right. Before we head to the S'mores board, a break. Okay, Kate, it's a dinner party episode, which means we're going mm-hmm. to give out awards and call out some favorites from the last 10 episodes. First up, I'll give out a kid favorite award. Nice. Right? Start out with that, which this time I'm giving to the sheet pan taco bake. Oh. <laughs> How can we forget that one? Oh, man. Yes. I mean, if there's a kid favorite of the kid favorites, man. sheet pan taco bake's got to be it. And I'm telling you, people were making that recipe this That was a good one. Yeah. That, that was, good, was good. The hash brown potatoes.
0: And mm-hmm. that you know the the taco meat, yeah, a little bit of
1: cheese taco yeah. toppings, yeah, so, um, uh, so that was a that was a great one for me what um what was your surprise hit? you know what it was actually the Thai larb salad, mm, okay, That was so
0: good, was it was so super good. flavorful, I love that it was fresh and um really delicious, James was like a super fan mm-hmm. i think he just ended up eating most of it so i really really enjoyed it what i didn't know is that some folks in our facebook group and my dear one of my dearest friends makes that recipe all the time and so they even swap out different meats and oh, things okay so Anne, shout out on that one because you did that was like such a great idea so i kind of want to make that again um sometime soon
1: yeah i like it my surprise hit was the butter tomatoes with ginger Yes. I was not expecting to like those as much as I did. I know. You told me. I know. I just was (laughs) kind of not into "Mm." it. Yeah. Um, And they were so good and it was so simple. And I really um, liked that that's something that I can just make again. And it's not like I'm making a whole dish again. It's just something that can sort of be added to my – you know, repertoire. things like repertoire in the summer. So yeah. I loved that. That's
0: a good one. Uh-huh. I haven't thought about that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what's your overall winner for, for these past 10 episodes? Mine's a sentimental favorite. Ooh. It was the cold
0: fried chicken. Oh, cause we were at the water park. Yes, cause and we, we, made made th- we made it together. We made it together. Hmm. Mm. You had some iced tea wine. I did not
1: make no, <laughs> I did not make anything from that episode. You I made <laughs> a darn thing from that. If you want your memory to be that we made it together. We can. <laughs> we,
0: Remember when I stood over that hot stove with you, Betsy?
1: Yeah. No, wait. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I did come into the kitchen a few times and was like jeez oh. you're like this is hot in here and left <laughs> yeah i think what happened we ate it together at the water <laughs> we park did eat it together which
0: was which was so fun yeah it was um fun. going to the water park with that with you guys was like the best and yeah. the chicken was so good it was like the special meal um and it was definitely something that i wouldn't make all the time mm-hmm. but for those kinds of things it just it just was super good so
1: Yeah. That was my winner. It was a good food memory food. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm Okay. So my overall winner was the cherry peach panzanella from episode 71. What's Gabby cooking? Oh, those were some good flavors with the burrata cheese. That
0: was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I wish it were like cherry season again, because I want to make it like right now.
1: And the cherries have disappeared from the store. Yeah, it's 100% us. a terrible it's, idea to make it right now. No, you couldn't do it. So I'm looking forward to it again next year. But that was a really fun discovery for mm. me this summer. Mm-hmm. All right, Kate, coming up next week. We have oh, a boy. Very special episode, guys. We're getting it together right now. We're doing Damn. it. It's so much. Breaking outside of our Excel spreadsheet where Kate's got us going planned out (sighs) months Gives me the vapors. Yeah. And we're going to use it. This is me being flexible. Yeah. It's going great. (laughs) Very flexible. We're using the air fryer. We're releasing it next week.
0: Yeah. If you're on our Facebook, you'll know that Betsy took advantage of a day that I was at a work conference (laughs) for 10 hours (laughs) and trapped in a room. And I get this text. She's like, this is literally how it went. What do you think about doing an air fryer? Just kidding! I already told everyone we're doing it. <laughs>
1: yes. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> okay.
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was like, "All right, so here we go, guys! It's going to yeah. be an adventure. We're doing it this weekend. We're going to release it next week. It'll be really fun." Mm-hmm. Uh, and my friend Allison is lending us an air fryer. Yeah, so, so thanks to Allison. Yeah, thanks Allison mm-hmm. for making this happen. And we're going to be here both in Atlanta doing it together. Yes, so, so which
0: is good. I think we both. I could use some moral support. It's also going to be super hilarious doing it with your kids.
1: Yeah. They're excited already. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So that's what's for dinner this week. Mm-hmm. See you next time on the dinner sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little
0: dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. If you've got some dinner ideas, you can always shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please tell a friend. Podcasts like best get found out by people telling each other about them. So pass along the episode to someone who you think needs a little dinner inspiration. Thanks. I was eating lunch with Maida, you know, and Mm -hmm. I mentioned the air fryer and the air fryer cookies and like, All the little girls were like air fried Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) Their eyes were like this thing, like saucers. So, air fryer man.
1: Okay. We're going to find out.
0: We're going to find out. (laughs)